sing gladness all live for him serve him in every season serve him with thought with hand and limb love him without any reason god be friends us as we are fools we that hold his love to share with you now a reading from Rays of the One Light by Swami Kriyananda, weekly commentaries on the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita. Perfection is self-transcendence. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. We begin this week with a passage from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5. Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. If ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the tax collector the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even pagans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. This teaching is a continuation of last week's lesson. To love all equally is possible only by seeing God everywhere in others as well as in oneself. See whatever comes to you unasked for as a manifestation of his will. Be grateful for the pains you experience, for they are healing strokes of his love. Sometimes healing is affected only by strong measures, but his love for you is manifested in the very attempt to heal. Strive always to be impersonal, as though whatever happens to you were happening to someone else. Persecution gives us the supreme opportunity to deny the thought, this is happening to me, 
and to affirm our inner freedom from the thought of ego. Don't allow the negative perceptions of others to become your own self-definition. Seek God. This is the true goal of life, though how difficult to cling to in the midst of hatred, spite, and persecution. The Bhagavad Gita tells us in the seventh chapter, out of thousands, one strives for spiritual attainment. And out of many blessed true seekers who strive assiduously to reach me, one perhaps perceives me as I am. O oh, truth seeker, be one among all those thousands who seeks the supreme goal. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. My name is Nayaswami Ananta, and that's Nayaswami Jyoti, and she's so impersonal she forgot to say who she was. Nayaswami Maria has a little cough and couldn't come today. So Nayaswami Jyoti is helping us. I would like to resound and motion pictures of life. I am aware that this turbulent dancing show is only a vast illusion. The tragedies, comedies, and paradoxes of life, the dreams of birth and death, the changing scenes and places that surge round me, all these are nothing but movies designed to engage us in the cosmic illusion. O divine operator, with thy cosmic vibratory light, thou dost show us ever new thrills, a motion picture true to all our five senses, keeping us amused and entertained through sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. O magic operator, thy true-seeming spectacle beams daily onto the screens of our consciousness. I take it as thy grace that I've been chosen to play both tragic and comic parts in thy drama. I'm happy to have acted all those parts, both of sorrow and of joy. Still, Father, give me thou and then a few days of respite from my task. <laughs> Let me retire to my closet of introspection, stand before my own thought audiences, and behold with laughing heart all the tragedies and comedies I have enacted. Teach me to look upon all that has happened in my life with a pleased, interested attitude that at the end of each episode, no matter how sad or difficult, I may exclaim, ah, that was a good show, full of thrills, suspense, and excitement. I am happy to have seen it, and I have learned much from it for my own benefit. might be a very good attitude for all of us, I'm sure. I uh, was uh, always excited to see what the topic of the week is. And this week's topic, perfection is self-transcendence, is one that when I first, uh, Swamiji first wrote it, uh, I, I had to think about it and meditate on it a lot to, to get it. Because isn't perfection what we're trying for? And Swamiji says that even positive attitudes and positive acts can be limiting. When we realize 
that we have our sights set on a higher level. We have our sights set on perfection. We have our sights set on the reality that we are beings of pure light. So it's a high target, and it's one that we need to practice, and it's one that we will attain because it is, as this reading from Whisper said, the reality behind the changing movie show of good and bad, ups and downs. I had an experience of this many, many years ago. Uh, 40 years ago, we were over at Swami Kriyananda's dome, which is now the Crystal Hermitage Dome, and it was just the dome. That was his whole house. Swamiji would have a satsang after service, and everyone at Ananda would go over there, and we'd all fit in the dome. And Swamiji would, he would do it differently each day, whatever he felt was happening. But this one day, he had some questions and answers and answered some questions. And we talked a little bit about spiritual things. And then Swamiji said, would you like to hear a P.G. Woodhouse story? And everyone said, yes, yes, Swamiji. So I was standing at the very back of the dome. And he said, Ananta, uh, uh, give me that, bring me that book. And it was the P.G. Woodhouse book. It was a big book. It was just thick. So I got up and I was going to bring it over to him. But there was a lot of human traffic on that floor. So he said, just toss it to me. <laughs> so I tossed it to him. And I hit him right in the numbers and almost knocked him over. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was trained in basketball. And you make a direct pass. And you put some zip on it. And I... <laughs> Foolishly, not, not being uh, experienced, I hit him hard. So Swami staggered backwards, caught it, stayed in bounds. <laughs> and uh, he, he was laughing, and everyone was laughing in the room, except me. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> I just hit my spiritual teacher with a book and nearly knocked him over. And Swamiji, being Swamiji, was laughing, and, uh, and then still laughing, he gave us a little, in a very soft Swami Kriyananda sort of way, a very soft teaching. He said, oh, that's not something you ask Ananta to do. That's something you ask Nalini to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're new here, or if you're watching on the internet, Nalini, then, as now, is a beautiful disciple of Master. And she is especially good at sensitivity and beauty and softness and sweetness and modulating energy. <laughs> and 22-year-old Ananta was not. <laughs> and hence the teaching. So Swamiji wasn't mad. I was, you know, just like, oh, how am I going to apologize? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And with the laugh and with the little sentence, he was, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it, kid. And uh, so I, of course, meditated on it. And there's a, there's a really deep truth in that. Because perfection is self-transcendence. It's not perfecting each of the qualities. It's just expressing the divine perfectly through your situation, through who you are. And each of us, each disciple, has qualities that we're good at, and there's some we're not so good at. That's okay. That's fine. It's 
the reality of the spirit flowing through us that's important. It's not being who you aren't. Look at the disciples of Paramahansa Yogananda. Who wrote 140 books or whatever it is? Who wrote 600 pieces of music? Only Kriyananda. Why? That's Kriyananda. That's something you ask Kriyananda to do. You don't ask Rajasi to do that. You know, Rajasi's birthday is Thursday. We're going to celebrate next weekend. But Rajasi didn't write any books. Not one. He was liberated. But Rajasi played a part. He played the part of the big-time businessman, chairman of the board, in God consciousness all the time, disciple. And Master had him do that. He kept him in that role. And he could have retired and just moved to Encinitas and lived with Master. But he said, no, this is each of us. Perfection is letting God be the doer. And then you just be who you are. It doesn't, I'm not saying you don't have to try to improve yourself. I learned to ease up on my book throwing. <laughs> I became quite accomplished at that. But uh, I, I don't think somebody ever asked me to throw another book to him. But, but, uh, but the point is, we all just do what we can do. And it's the light of God through us that's important. You don't have to be somebody else. You don't have to be Roger C. You don't have to write 400 pieces of music. <sighs> That's good. <laughs> you don't have to write all those books. Sister didn't write books. Sister Gyanamata. Sister Gyanamata played the part of the widower who was the head of the nuns. And she talked to the nuns and she never gave Sunday service and she never wrote books. And she was an incarnation of wisdom. Master said, I checked her life and there was never a, thin, a sin, even of thought. And yet what did she do? She slept in the washroom on a cot because there wasn't any room for her in the, with the nuns. Perfection, self-transcendence. Sister never thought of herself as sister. Rajasi never thought of himself as Rajasi. He thought of himself as the little one, God's little one. And that's the part he played. His relationship with master was unique. Your relationship with master is unique. And master is with you all the time. And he's energizing your life. And he's giving you inspiration as wisdom, as divine love, as kindness. And your role in the world is not especially important. To some of us, Swamiji said, oh, I want you to do this. I want you to be the head of the clinic. I want you to be this or that. To others of us, it doesn't matter what you do. You're the nighttime assistant janitor at the warehouse. Can you find God? Yes. How? Think about God. Sweep. Take the dust to the piles. Don't put the dirty rags with the clean rags. All the good janitorial things. You just do your best and God is with you. That's self-transcendence, and that's what God is asking us for. Kriyananda made a statement towards the end of his life. It's one I love. But he said he felt that Kriyananda was an event for which he was responsible. Who's responsible? Who's watching the Kriyananda movie? It's the soul. It's the Atman. It's the perfect self. And he's watching this movie. It's the Swami Kriyananda event. 
It starts as the young man, and then he's the young monk, and then he's the head of the monks, and then he writes the books, and then he starts the communities, and then he writes the music, and then he goes to Europe. And you know the story, because it became a famous story. But if Kriyananda was watching a movie that was not so famous, he would have been perfectly happy in the self, because he was one with that. He felt it through him. Swami used to often say, I never wrote any music. The music just came to me. I never wrote any books. The books just, they came. Master wrote the books. That's the attitude we have to have. So look at your life and, and try to get to that place where you can say, I'm watching the event called me. And hmm, it's, it's interesting. It has some good points and some bad points. But keep practicing non-attachment to it. Keep, you know, being separate from it. One of the ways that we can do this, Swami Kriyananda, well, Master said, uh, repeat the poem Samadhi every day. And imagine yourself, visualize yourself, try to feel yourself in that state. Not just repeat it, but actually feel that you are in Samadhi. The veils of light and shade have vanished. What would that feel like? What would it feel like to go to work and the light and shade screens were gone? That, that every vapor of sorrow was gone. So all the little, oh, darn, I wish I, wish I had, I wish I, oh, oh, that hurt. If, what if those vapors of sorrow were gone and what was left was ever new joy? the tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace. What if that was your reality? Every day, try to go there. Every day, try to go there and then try to visualize yourself as mom with these kids, but really divine mother, entirely detached from the emotional ups and downs of the day, playing the part of you and playing as best you can. Of course, you want to be Neat and clean and happy and joyful and all that stuff. Of course, I'm not saying you can just, you know, take your foot off the gas pedal. But at the same time, try to feel that you are infinite, tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace. That you meditate every day. Why? Because to remind yourself that this is a movie. I, I wish that just reading that once, you got it, the rest of your life, it's just a movie, it's no problem. <laughs> My experience has been that I have to go every morning and every evening, energize, sit, hong saw, I am spirit, let go of this movie because the movie is constantly trying to involve us, constantly trying to trick us. And it's pretty embarrassing sometimes to realize you've been meditating for 40 years, and you just think that you're that little guy and you're doing that. It's like, oh, how can I be tricked by Maya so many years? Maya is a serious opponent. You have to understand that. You have to respect that. So try to see your life as an event for which you're responsible. This is your event, and you're, you're trying to be better, and you're trying to be more better mom, better dad. You're trying to be a better ex-wife, you know, whatever it is. Because the reality of it is that every part of this movie is a divine movie. My master wrote this all into it. And we have to play each part. Because it's our own karma that wrote the script. We wrote this in. 
And we've got to remind ourselves constantly. Try different ways to stay in that state of samadhi and watch. Tense and relax. Practice detachment. But try to feel yourself as watching the movie. And feel on the other side are the masters who don't see the movie as reality. They see the movie like a director of a movie sees the movie. They're sitting there. You're watching the actors. You're going, ah, oh, this doesn't seem real. Uh, you know, lead actress, give it a little more oomph, you know, and, and uh, back off a little bit there, you know, ease off. You know, when we, when we made movies, we had the directors here, and it was really fun because they're sitting there directing, and they, they're not getting what they want. The actors are trying to do their acting, and the scene set's got to be the scene set, but the director is going, I need a little, give me more emotion, you know, give me this and that. Well, that's the way the movie is. But in you're the director, you're with God. Feel, you're detached from this. It's an event you're watching. Try to play it perfectly. And the, remember that the masters, Babaji Krishna, Jesus Christ, Lahiri Moshai, Sri Yukteswar, all the masters, Rajasi, and now Swamiji, He's now on set watching us saying, oh, give me a little more thing. You know, give me a little more, give me emotion. You know, give me something. Give me more energy. And we feel that. All of us feel that. We feel like, oh, Swamiji would, he would do something like that. I think of that story. That story was 40 years ago. I remember exactly what was happening. I remember him laughing. I remember everyone laughing. And I remember him saying, that's something he asked Nalini to do. In other words, each of us is different. He wasn't judging us. He wasn't judging me. He was just saying, look at we're all different players in this movie. And this movie is going to lead to the self-realization of all. That's what Ananda is. It's a movement. It's all around the world. And when we used to talk about Chennai and Delhi and all in Kolkata, it seems so far away. And now we live there. Our family lives all over the world. People on the internet are listening to us, watching us, praying with us, meditating with us. And that spirit of master's consciousness, that this is a divine movie, is with us. So pray and meditate and feel that. And just practice being detached. Practice watching this movie and remind yourself. It's more difficult when the tension is high in the movie, it's more difficult when it's a person, you know, that is your sister or brother dying on the deathbed and you're the nurse and what do I do? And you're the doctor and this is happening and you're the lawyer and you're trying to get this person out of jail and you're the teacher and you're trying to help this little child correct this mistake, this serious category, you know, flaw in their personality. Yeah, it's more tense and drawing in there. And so you respond accordingly. We have to act accordingly. Swami didn't nonchalantly always say, oh, this is the movie. He would put out the energy needed appropriate to that scene in the movie, but played always by you, the eternal Atman, playing the part that you are called upon to play. And it changes. Some of us are been playing. We play different parts, even within Ananda. And maybe we're very unimportant. There's a Chinese scripture. I'm not sure if it's the Tao Te Ching or if it's Chuang Tzu's scripture, but there's a line in there that I've always loved. Except being unimportant. 
the world thinks very little of us. And it's very entranced by world leaders and presidents and all that stuff. But in the eyes of God, you're just as important as anyone. God watches the heart. Master's with you every day at your job in the back of that warehouse, sweeping up with the broom. Yogananda's right next to you. Rajasi, great masters. Rajasi was important in the world. Sister, she was some nun. Who knew? What is, what is she doing? Who, if you came and visited, a lot of people would come. Swami Kriyananda became famous, but when he was not famous, he was the same. He was thinking about God. He was feeling God. He was asking God, please act through me. Please do this. Would you like to do Ananda? Would you like to help Ananda grow? Is there any way I can assist in that? This is a book. This is a song. Can I help you? Can I be part of this divine movie? Yes, you can. God watches the heart. Just keep in contact with God. At the end of the poem, a tiny bubble of laughter. I am become the sea of mirth itself. Master said, say it over and over again. A tiny bubble of laughter. I am become the sea of mirth itself. God bless you all. Yeah.